clapping. We're not clapping. So clapped last episode. So there's there's Neil sort of casting aspersions on my my character in the social game that Dom runs. (laughs) Uh, My character is he's not evil, but he's definitely not a good character. Yes, yeah, yeah. Johan Horace Hornswoggle is. Yo ho ho to his friends. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a shame. It's just a shame he doesn't have any. <laughs> he makes he's so he fucking makes weird. He makes friends all the time. He makes them from the bodies of the slain. He might be a bit of a necromancer, but that's fine. That's putting it very, very mildly. So, um, obviously, obviously, um, last time, uh, last time out in uh, in, in Twentyside Land, we had. Um, uh, so, some so, something quite big happen uh, from a certain character. We, and we were just di- just discussing off air about um, uh, about uh, sort of our social game, which I'll be running for Stu once we're done with our recording today. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I got I I got to thinking about what just happened in the last episode, and I've realised that Otto is Lord Farquaad from, from Farquaad from Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you and everything. <laughs> some of you may die. That's a sacrifice that I'm willing to make. <laughs> Welcome back, listeners, to Tales from the Twenty Side, a Pathfinder Second Edition Let's Play podcast. My name is Dom, and I'm your GM for this game and many others. And I'm joined by Stu. Hi. I'm joined by Neil. Hello. I'm joined by Darren. Hello. And I'm joined by Amy. Hello. Welcome back, everybody. How are we all doing? Good. All right. Good. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Well, like we said at the end of the last game, you know, running away is always an option. Is it the it right is. option, though? Well, you know, you can, the, worst, the best thing you can do is the best decision. The, worst, the next best thing you can do is a bad decision, and uh, the worst thing you can do is no decision. Mm. So, um... I didn't do okay. the worst thing. It could have been both of you, and that would have could been have terrible. Been. Yeah, my, could have been. My, my priority was to um, alert my comrades. Uh, I'm sorry that uh, I, I miss Clovis desperately. He fought bravely. You're almost sincere. I did, I, did all, I did all I could to save him. <laughs> oh and you don't know any different. That's it. That's it. The... the, the the worst thing about all about all of what just happened is that the party have no way of knowing if he's being legit or not. <laughs> no, I believe you, Otto. You I've go. got no reason to doubt you. Why would you doubt me? Yeah, exactly. Well, Alwyn knows Otto a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe Alwyn does have cause. What you you doubt my uh, my heroic deeds and my daring do and gallantry? So on the subject of of um, of, of Otto be being Lord Lord Farquaad, let's let, let's just go around the table quickly and, and ask um if if your character were like an analog or a metaphor for a popular character in in in, in, in pop culture, who do you think they would be a metaphor for or, or represented by? I think that's a better term. Oh, oh! I kind of not really because I'm I'm not good at it. But the, my immediate thought was the um, the guy that's in Princess Bride that wants to go find 
um, the guy that killed his father with the extra Inigo Montoya. Yeah, that's mm. the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> Hello, my name is Della Thornbury. You have some gold. Prepare to die. <laughs> yeah, probably Which is, you know, there's a polite introduction that you're setting the context. You're managing expectations for the yes, meeting. Yes, that's it. Yes, that's yeah. it. That's exactly it. Uh, yeah. Darren, who do you reckon Amos would be? Obviously, between you, um, we, we we know that he he, he was based on uh, Amos from the Expanse when when we very first built him. But if if yeah, there was another character literally. that you feel represents him, who who do you think it would be? Oh, I I honestly don't know. I I actually can't think of a single character ever right now with all this. Maybe pressure the Punisher. Frank Castle? Mm, may, maybe. Maybe a little bit, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That works. Give it some thought. We can have, we can continue that, mm. that discussion next time out. Uh, Stu, what about Alwyn? It, it's a really, really tough question. Um, but the one that pops into my head is, and I'm not overly familiar with the character so it's just like from what little I know um, but from the DC universe uh, Mr. Plastic is it Mr. Plastic? Plastic Man Plastic Man Plastic, Plastic Man. Man yeah I didn't know that, that there was a character called Plastic Man He's, he, he's he was one of my favourites I mean you know how every superhero has a secret identity hmm. um, well in, in, in normal life he's actually a criminal and then he becomes a plastic man to fight. He's a small-time criminal. He's fair um, enough. But he's he's kind of he's almost the comic relief in a lot of ways, isn't he? He's not mm. he's not the bravest or the smartest or. But he's pretty like cool. That. He's but pretty he cool. Does, he ends up doing some cool stuff, but mm. a lot of it unwittingly, I think. And a where lot of does it the plastic ways. bit come from? Because uh, he's able to, his body's basically made of plastic, and he's able to shape it into whatever he wants. So it's like Mister Fantastic, kind of, kind of. Yes, mm. he's the DC verse um, version of it. And the Flash series had him in it, but they didn't call him Plastic, plastic Man. Man. Plastic yeah. Man needs—he deserves his own series or movie. I think he's one of the best. Okay. <laughs> hey, more deserving of it than the Green Lantern. I never got the Green Lantern. Oh, they did have some good story arcs, though. Yeah. 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 No, but Blackest Night. That's good. Uh, as as somebody who knows very little about, um, you know, actual comics, I will take your word for it. <laughs> like, I, I I I know of Green Lantern. I know he has a. Is it Green Lantern that has the has the has the, um, the, ma- the magic ring? Yeah, mm. I think I've got it. I can lend it to you. <laughs> you can lend me the Green Lantern ring. That's amazing. Oh no, I think I've got the book still. Um, oh, fair it. enough. Yeah. Blackest night in darkest. I've got the um, Green Lantern and Star Trek crossover comic books. Wow, oh. unsurprisingly. <laughs> I've got, I've, I've got, I've got a legit que- que- question here. Question here, Stu. Obviously, you are, um, to, to, to put it mildly, you are. I would verge on saying a super fan of Star Trek. Oh, I'd say the Trekkie. Yes. So I've, I've got a serious question. Just, just kind of based on what you've just said about you've got 
the Green Lantern crossover books. Like, what, do you buy Star Trek stuff just because it has a Star Trek name on it, or do you actually look for stuff that you that, that is good and you and you want to to, to experience? I'm I'm a collector, um, and I'm a completionist with my collection stuff. And that was one of a series of books that was re-released as comic Star Trek comic books. Okay. So, because I had some of those Star Trek comic books, I had to have all of the Star yeah, Trek Yeah, fair books. enough, fair enough. Um, but to be fair, the Green Lantern crossover was pretty good. Okay, fair enough. Um, as was the Transformers Star Trek crossover, but that's going to be a little bit. <laughs> Wow, that's uh, that's that's quite a, that's quite the crossover. Well, What's I'm also a Transformers cr- collector. Um, uh. Possibly Terminator and Transformers. Oh no, actually, Ghostbusters and Transformers. <laughs> oh, Does the, the Back to the Future and Transformers was quite good. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Yeah. And uh, they turn in the Back to the Future Transformers crossover. They turn the DeLorean into a Transformer as well. Mm. Really, that's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> it is. It is. Oh. I like that. It's called Out of Time. Out of Time. <laughs> I'd have uh, seen him Giga Fuck. What was he? <laughs> oh, no, 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 that was it. It was Giga something. It was Giga. Yeah, Gigawatt. Yeah. Gigawatt. No, I'm getting it wrong. Yeah. Gigawatt. What the, Gigawatt. What the hell is a Gigawatt? Gigawatt. Whatever they call it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah uh, speaking of people who are out of time, Clovis Cotton. <laughs> oh, 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 too soon. Too um, poor, soon. Poor Clovis. <laughs> I did all I could for him. We, we haven't heard what fictional character Otto might be. Well, we did mention Lord Farquhar. No, no, so, oh, yes, so, so, we started so. with that. Is that what, yes. is what, that what, what would you Neil pick, I, I yeah. can't think of anything better at the moment. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm wondering what attributes to go with. I mean, his short stature or his courage or his honour. That's so many traits to pick from, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Robin Hood, I'm thinking maybe. Uh. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, so um, you are you are da- your your little group, your menagerie of NPCs is uh, is is down a member. How's everybody feeling? Sad and still ill, like hot and cold at the same time. It's not nice. It's not not nice at all. Mm. Cool. Yeah, I, um, I mean it's difficult because we weren't there. We didn't see. Yeah, that, and this, this, is, and, and and that's what is is going to be difficult for you guys as players because obviously, yeah, as I said earlier, you you weren't there. You've got no idea. You've got literally no idea what happened. Um, you, so you, you 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 you've got to take Otto on um on fully on face value. Yeah, and I do. You do. Excellent. Glad to hear it. I think uh, I think the lesson we've all learned is not to split the group. immediately splitting the group again (laughs) there are are times for it I think there definitely are times for it Um, well we thought we thought that was the time for it and it turned out it was really not the time for it I mean you you split the group further well you've got uh, you've I mean (laughs) you've now had you've now had a first hand taste of uh, of just how dangerous the the the, the Undercity is so um, Mm. perhaps that will inform everyone's everyone's decision making going forward and how you find your way out of here yes I do have some more intelligence that the Undercity seems to be under attack that uh, the, the the patrol that attacked us 
um, they, they seem to be on their way to defend against something else. I, I, would, just like, I, I would just like to make a small retcon, um, just in case it changes your, your perspective at all. When you got back to Clovis and you found his body there, um, there were three sets of armour around him. Uh, sort of the same armour and shield worn by um, by these, these skeletons. Um, the three sets of armour were completely empty. They were empty. There, there was nothing inside them. There was no trace of bone. There was no scrap of flesh. There was nothing there. Just the armour laying motionless on the ground. So take from that what you will. I'll take three sets of armour. <laughs> but I'm not there. I think uh, we are up against um, a force of undead creatures. Hmm. Yeah, well, we can so. make them un- undead, can't we? Mm, we can make alive. them re-dead. Make re-dead. them alive so that we can kill them again. The revenge of the <laughs> dead. <laughs> that's that's going to be the story arc, isn't it? That Otto becomes a necromancer just so he can revive people once they die so he can kill them again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we can revive Clovis and find out what happened. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, well, in that case then, uh, as it sounds like we are ready to, ready to, ready to, ready, words, teeth in, we are ready to jump back in. Um, mm. Yeah, we come, we come back in just as... Um, uh, certainly, from Alwyn and Della's perspective, as um, Otto, uh, Al- Otto, Amos, and the rest of the group have been gone for a short while. Um, uh, I think I worked out in total. It's been in total. It's been um, it's been five hours, sort of, sort of since since this whole thing started. Um, and yeah, um, after uh, after they leave, they're gone for a couple of hours. And just as we start this episode, uh, the door to your little uh, sort of makeshift. Uh, base or, or outpost uh, creaks open and the two of you see um, entering uh, Otto Amos along with Christian and Maori but conspicuous by his absence is Clovis Cotton and I turn it over to you guys what do you wish to do? Amos <laughs> will go to Della hand her his rapier put a hand on her shoulder and just give her a look that says nah didn't make it Oh, that is not good. Can I inspect this rapier a little closer, though? You can. You can. It is quite. It is quite well made. Quite well balanced. Um, as you spend a bit of time with it, sort of figuring figuring it out, this is a plus one rapier. Lovely. So, where where is Clovis? <clears throat> uh, we left him where he fell. We couldn't carry him. He's only a halfling. Even so, it's a long way. We could have, you know, given him last rites and don't know what religion he was actually, but um, or you know, maybe even taken back to the Knights of Summer's Return if they've got resources, they might have been able to bring him back. I mean, we can go back and get him if you want. Well, I think we're going that way anyway when we're ready, aren't we? Are we? Are you certain that's the way out, then? Did you see the way out? No, we didn't get that far. We were were attacked by an an enemy army. So how are you sure that that's the way out? Well, which other way is there? Uh, Not not back the way we came. Two? There's left and right? Well, 
if we go left, I think we will go to where those skeletal warriors were heading to. If we go right, I think we will get to where they were coming from. The the scent we were we 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 happened to meet them as they were on their way from one to the other. So if it if it helps if it helps your mind's eye, you know that the city of White Throne is kind of a loose a loose heptagon in shape the city kind of has uh, has sort of roughly seven sides to it um one of them obviously is uh is is the cliff edge that overlooks the glacier lake um where the, where the palace is and all, and all that sort of stuff you know that the bone grinder the windmill was on uh it, it was out it was situated just outside the north gate so if you imagine a heptagon kind of tipped up on its side, seven sides. Um, the bone grinder is kind of near the tip of the top. You assume you probably entered somewhere in that in that region, but but you also know based on conversations you've had with Christian with other NPCs, you know that the, the undercity stretches basically underneath the entirety of White Throne. It is in theory possible for you to get anywhere in the city. Um, by traversing these, these these tunnels, if you know where to go. So we could probably try and work out the best place for us to come up in, which is wherever our friends are. I can't remember where that was. Well, the first that, that question I'm going to ask is, does anyone have a compass? Um... I don't. I don't think I do. Would I have one in a climbing kit? You would not, I'm afraid. No, no compass. Uh, Is the mould on... Is there like lichen or mould only growing on one side of buildings? You know, like, can we do it that way? Does that, <laughs> that work underground? Yeah. Out Maybe. of sunlight? <laughs> do you know? <laughs> where, where is the source of light coming from if we're underground? Um, you can see, kind of, kind of as, as you glance around, kind of suspended in, um, in these large metal, metal cages, and you guess that they must have been added after White Throne was placed on top of whatever, whatever city this used to be. Uh, but you can see these, um, these sort of large, they look to be giant blue crystals, and they give off this faint, eerie, very ghostly glow that permeates throughout most of the cavern. Definitely something to think of, um, think about. Anyway, Della, I want you to try and drink this. I'm going to also, whilst healing or trying to help Della through her illness, I'm also going to give Della an anti-plague, moderate anti-plague. Okay. Okay. Uh, in that case, as you try and sort sort of give this to Della, um, Della, it's this substance that Alwyn is trying to give you. It smells foul. It smells Ugh. disgusting. You, as much as you you know that this is probably going to help you, you are really struggling to even contemplate get get getting getting this down you. If you want to for, if you want to try and force yourself 
I would say you can make a fortitude save. If you fail it, there is um, you will probably waste that uh, that medicine. Oh, um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not feeling very fortuitous. I know, but you know, we really need to get you back. Okay, I'll try. Oh. Uh, 19. 19, I would say, is enough. You are able to force this liquid down your throat, Della, and you sit there sort of dry heaving for a good couple of minutes as you're like, as it as this threatens to come back up. Oof. But with time and with a bit of encouragement, encouragement from Alwyn and obviously uh, just your your own resilience and fortitude, you're able to your stomach eventually settles and you feel that liquid begin to work its way through you. Um, that doesn't sound pleasant. Uh, yeah, I know. That I'm, I'm sorry. That felt really weird as I was saying it. I can only apologise. Um, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, you get that. What's what's the bonus on a moderate stew? Plus three on top of the plus two that from Alwyn treating. Oh, does someone want to crack a window? <laughs> So that's a total of plus five. Total of plus when we five. Come to it. Uh, they are different bonuses, right? Like I guess um, treat disease as a circumstance. Uh, let me double check. Uh, Anti plague. Anti plague will be item. Yeah, is item. Um, sorry. Uh, circumstance, yeah. Yes, circumstance. So, bonus, so, so yeah. they do, they do stack. So, yeah. So, Della, when you eventually get round to doing your next uh, um, fortitude save, you uh, will have plus five to it. Actually, just thinking about it, what's your fortitude modifier? Um, ten. Ten. Okay. So you get a total of plus fifteen. Okay, you can still fail it even with that. Uh, so I won't need you to. I will still need. Will still need, need you to need you to roll sadly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, no, we need you to roll cheerily. <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, so, um, so yeah. So, what do you guys want to do? So, so De- Della has managed to take the take this medicine. Um, you don't know exactly when it's going to kick in, but um, yeah, it's it's there. We'll sit here for a bit. And remember Clovis. I mean, we've still got a couple of hours of kind of care for Della left. I, th- we? I, th- I think unless there's anything you guys are doing urgently in that time, we can kind of skip to the end of that. So that's done and out of the way. Okay. How badly uh, so hurt yeah. is Otto still? Hmm? How badly hurt? Um, I am 47 out of 64. Uh, I do have ward medic, uh, so can I do a treat wounds on Otto whilst I'm caring for Bella? Technically, no, but like the time doesn't matter so much here because you're staying put for a bit. So, um, yeah, by all means, roll that medicine check. Okay, oh. I'll do it at DC twenty, uh, which is a total of thirty-two. Wow, so that's a critical, critical success. success. Uh, so you gain 48 plus 10, 
so here we go. I'll roll that. Back a total of 25 points, Otto. Well, I'm restored to my full health. Okay. Thank you. All right. Okay, so just as you guys get to the end of your period of medicine where, where you've managed to administer to, to Della, you've got her to drink her anti-plague, and you're just finishing to stitch up your um, st- stitch up Otto's injuries, Al- Al- Alwyn. Um, who would like to roll me a d10? Mm, I don't like the responsibility of that. I'll roll a d10. It's the least I can do. I mean, the last time you did, it got an NPC killed, so what's the worst going to happen? Three. Three, okay. Uh, yeah, you, you, you continue your, your, treating, treating your treating your injuries. Um, as you're, uh, ju- just uh, as you're fi- finishing up, uh, you hear the sound of... Um, of, of a small amount of rubble, uh, sort of clattering to 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 to, to the ground out, outside. Um, to the south. north or to the south? Um, it came kind of from just outside, l- literally just outside outside the door of where you're uh, you're all holed up. Oh no! Hmm. Get the shield and rapier out. What, what do you guys do? Stay Just quiet and listen, I think. Yeah. Freeze. Prepare. Are, are we in like a good formation? Is there lots of space in here? There, it's a reasonable amount of space. It's quite cramped where everything things collapse, but you can move around for sure. I'm going to sneak forward to see if I can look through a crack in a window or something as stealthily and quietly as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Roll the stealth check. 29. All right, okay. Um, I am pretty stealthy. That's very as, stealthy. As disappeared. You, as it, where's he gone? Where's he gone? <laughs> <laughs> Not Clo- it's Clovis all over again. <laughs> I am the wind. So yeah, Al, Al, when you 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 creep towards one of these one of these windows and, and you and you risk a glance outside, and you see where where this rubble has has, has kind of collapsed. It's, it's it's collapsed from a building on the other side of the side of the street. See, it seems to have fallen down from what what was once a balcony or something. And you glance up, and you see, for just a moment, you see a large black shape, a hulking hulking figure of something. With uh, sort of long, almost bat-like ears cur- cur- curling back from from, it, from its head, and there is this sickly yellow glow from, from coming from its eyes, and it's looking in your direction, Alwyn. And as again, exactly the same as Amos in in the night, you see this creature, and you tighten your grip on your rapier, and you blink, and it's gone. Anything we should worry about? But I think Alwyn. As soon as Della is better, we get the fuck out of it. I saw that thing that you described, Amos. You saw it. Uh, scared the shit out of me, but it disappeared. It's on a large side, isn't it? Uh, it's 
Yes. Looks nasty. It seemed to be looking straight at me, but I don't know if it actually saw me or not. Let's not it's wait around hellish, to find out. This is a hellish place. Yes, yes I agree. Be. Soon as Della's better, yes. Yes. Come on, Bella, help her out and get better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, what's your what's your plan? Are you um, obviously your you, your eight hours treating Della's disease have, have now finished? Do you guys want to start moving um, from this position, or, or is the plan to stay here for a bit and try and get Della better? I still think until Della's up to full fighting strength, I think we should. Because, like I said, we've got somewhere we can sort of barricade and fortify and defend. Yeah, I mean, I can't really do anything at the moment. And this, if that's twice that we know of that this thing has appeared, I mean, how many more times has it appeared and we've been totally unaware of? We don't know. Mm. It's not attacked as... And that's not what you thought, Otto. No, no. What I thought was was human in shape, like um, like human skeletons, and and also what I saw was um, giant cockroaches or prawns the size of dogs, but not like a, not like a large black form. Mm. Well, I mean, if we want to stay, I'm happy to sit sit down and not do anything. For a few did, more hours. Did you say that these soldiers were saying things? Yes. What What were they saying? Um, well, we couldn't make out much because we were some distance away, but they, they seemed to be on their way. They were, they were shouting commands. They had to get somewhere to defend, um, I think it was the, the Eastern Wall, they said, from something. I don't know what. So they, they, have, their own, they have their own fish to fry, perhaps, down here. But... Uh, but not, not enough that they weren't distracted by us. But perhaps they mistook us for emissaries of um, the enemy they're fighting. They, they didn't say who the enemy was or anything, no? No, we just said okay. that we need, to, we need to fortify the Eastern Wall. It's under attack from something. Dom, can I take a knowledge roll? See, I've got this sort of... I'm forming this sort of half-baked idea in my head that... Maybe they're reliving something. Okay. Um, is there any kind of knowledge roll I can take about undead to see if that's what they do? Or yes, is the short answer. Let me just check something. Would that be a religion? Roll? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's a cult. A cult, I would say a cult, yes. Who are you calling a cult? Let's <laughs> try and find some. Yeah, do, yeah, do you know what? You can take a religion roll. Yay. Oh, 29. 29, okay. I bow to your greater knowledge. Yeah, so so listening listening to Otto Otto speak, Howard, and having this kind of niggling feeling in in the back of your head, you're not sure why, but you find yourself thinking back to the ruined temple of Desna that you uh, 
that you cleansed all the way back in Ulsgard with uh, Maximus Laurentius, if you remember that. I do remember that. Good old yeah. Maximus. And yeah, the creature, you remember that the, the spectral creatures that you fought, or, or, or the undead creatures that, that you fought within the temple itself, yeah, they seemed to be stuck in some kind of loop, particularly the children who you were, you know, you were attempting to attempting to, to protect, the ghostly children. And as you're thinking about that, you're, you, you think that, yes, there is a phenomenon in the world known as a haunt, um, in which the spirits of, of creatures um, who have died in particularly horrific ways or or in just or or, or amid big climactic events or through the interference of, of powerful magic um, you know that sometimes they can linger as uh, as a phenomenon called a haunt where these individuals you know as as you suspect um, they appear to be corporeal they appear to be going about their lives as they were before they died however they are in a sense reliving or repeating what uh what 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 happened to them right yeah i'm gonna share that as a as a theory around the group yes maybe mm. they're just part of it i know you said that you know that we've got an enemy coming otto but maybe that enemy is long gone mm. maybe they're just going through the motions until they actually see someone that they don't recognise, and then they and they're reacting as if they react. Yes. yes, and so that, that and that that, would that, be that hypothesis that hypothesis tracks with um, your experiences at Allsgard. Um The the spirits, the manifestations, they didn't attack you until you um, you caused them to deviate from their from their routine. But there are also the, the dog-sized cockroaches, and there, there is also that black thing out there. That, that large thing that's heavy enough to make part of a building collapse. I wonder if it can fly. Well, we only heard a bit of rubble fall. We can all make a bit of rubble Hmm. I mean, it looked large, but, but not, like, huge. Not sort of dragon-sized, I don't think. Uh, I suppose yes. The, the building didn't collapse underneath it, so it just just knocked off a few loose stones. That's yes, that's what I think. Hmm. Right. Um, well, I think we'd best rest up mm-hmm. and. I hate to say this, Della, but no matter what state you're in tomorrow, I think we should press on. Yeah, I agree. For fear that you end up in a worse state. Well, unfortunately, it's either going to be worse or better. It's. Mm. I think we're safe for now, but we might not want to push it for too long. I agree, I agree. Mm. What do you think, Amos? Get everybody as fighting fit as we can. Right, so if you're going to rest, if you're if you're going to rest for for, for the rest of the day, mm-hmm. make some dice rolls quickly. Okay. 
Cool. So you spend the rest of your day, um, or what, what you assume to be to, to be the day. What what feels like like the day? Because it's, it's impossible to tell where you're in the darkness and where you've been. Obviously, unconscious in, in the bone grinder, then sort of fighting your way out of there. You've got no idea, dear, what time it actually is. You're going purely based on, on, on a feeling on when you need to sleep and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, a few a few a few more 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 hours pass. Um, you are not disturbed again by uh, the bat-eared, ye- ye- yellow-eyed creature, or by any other. Um, and just as you're kind of set- setting yourselves up to have um, some quiet, uh, a quiet meal before you all t- turn into bed, um, Della, I need a fortitude save, please. With plus five. I, do I get minus two to this roll because I am second? Uh, technically, yes. Mm. It's only minus one though. Because you're sick and one, oh, I think. Oh, okay. Minus one. Uh, so, plus five, minus one, so plus four. Ten, fourteen, sixteen, twenty-six. Twenty-six, okay. And Della, you're sat there by this little campfire fire you've made. You've been given, um, I assume, like a bowl of soup or something um, by by who. who, who whoever's cooked cook, cook the meal for you and you sit there you you, you hold this meal in your hands and your vision goes blurry you start sweating you are feeling really 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 rough and everyone yeah. everybody else else will will notice this that as as Della is preparing to have this small meal you see she draws into herself her, uh, her eyes closed she's still awake you can see that um, she doesn't seem to be feeling very well at all. She doesn't respond when you try to talk to her. But after a few minutes, Della, your vision clears. That feeling passes. You feel an intense moment of fever, um, in which you, you almost start hyperventilating as you do so. And then then that breaks after a few a few a few minutes, and you start to feel over, over, over the course of the rest of the evening, you begin to feel much better. What did you put in that soup? Mm-hmm. You've succeeded on that, uh, that's, that, that fortune save. Hang on, right, so I've spent eight hours bloody treating you and making you feel better. I've given you an anti-plague potion. Oh, but let's let's give credit to the soup. <laughs> no, it made me feel really awful. I couldn't see. How about a nice slice of Clovis to mop up that soup? Oh, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> <laughs> he is sliced bread now. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> well, we're right. alive. We should probably set watches, though, if we're having a sleep here. Yes, I agree. Um, so, do I need to do a medicine check to see if Della's kind of fully better or only a bit better? You can you can make you can make a medicine check. Uh, Twenty six. Twenty six. In in your experience of dealing with disease, particularly particularly with filth fever, um, uh, and from from your experience sort of treating Arbusta Ramirez all the way back in Heldron, you um you know that um, Della is seemingly over the worst of it. Um, you can still she you can see she still has sort of mild symptoms of of the disease um you get the sense she's probably she, she's probably still carrying it in her system um but it, 
there's a good chance that that that, that she will fight it off uh, by, by the time morning rolls around. Yes, I think you're going to be. Just need a good night's rest. Maybe, maybe you don't get involved in the watchers. Just just rest up. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll go to bed now then. Yes. Good idea. Right, just to, just to save time in a second, um, Amy, could I have another fortune save, please? Of course. Do I still get the bonuses I had before? I think it's only against the next check. Mm-hmm. Yes, so. the, the next saving throw. Oh, actually, um, with the anti-plague, the anti-plague, I think, just persists for a period of time. Okay. So you get So you get the plus three from that. Right, so that is 20. Oh, and, and second is gone, so there's no, no penalty. Okay, so 23. Yeah, perfect. Absolutely fine. Um, when Della wakes up in the morning, uh, she feels she feels f- fully refreshed as if, as if she'd never been ill. Yay. Fit as a fiddle. Uh, but before we before we get to that point, um, what's everyone doing? Uh, you said you're taking watches, is that correct? I'll take first watch. I'll take second watch. I'll take third then, with Sharpie. Okay. Uh, Maori and Christian sort sort of say um, uh, we can we can take a watch as well if you need just so we're not all up so uh, quite so quite quite so much. Yes, that will be a big help. Okay. Yes, thank you. Third and fourth watches. That sounds good. It sounds good to me. So. Uh, who is taking first watch? Amos. Yes. Perfect. So as 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 the rest of you settle down down for sleep, um, Amos, roll a d10 for me. Four. A four. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you, um, as as you're taking your 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 watch, Amos, you um, you're sort of nestled quietly in in the window. I'm assuming I'm assuming you guys aren't burning any torches or, or anything like that. I'm not. No, definitely not. Keep the lid down, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's cer- there, there's certainly enough light permeating the cavern um, that um, you can just kind of make out shapes. You can see you, you can see a little bit here and there. So, uh, uh, but yeah. So, so as 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 you're resting, Amos, every, everybody else has just gone 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 to bed, and you hear a commotion uh, coming from uh, from the far end uh, of the street um, in which you're 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 holed up, and you sort of glance outside, and you can see a group of what appears to be um, at least ten uh, small squat creatures with uh, sort of Oval-shaped, oval-shaped heads and uh, sort of long, long ears. This appears to be um, a pack of goblins, and you can see they're being quite boisterous as they're as they as they kind of bouncing off each other. Um, and you can see that they, uh, although, although there are ten of them, the, the majority of this group, um, sort of six of them, are dragging are dragging behind them uh, what looks like the uh, the slaughtered corpses. Of um, perhaps wolves or or feral dogs or so, or so, or something. Okay. <clears throat> I'm just going to keep 
watching them. Yeah, make a stealth check for me. Make a stealth check for me. Okay. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Okay. As you sit there in the window, uh, Amos, you you watch these goblins, and they are clearly squabbling amongst themselves. Um, uh, they're they're jabbering away in in, in goblin, uh, which I'm assuming you don't speak. Uh, I don't think so. What my language is? No, just common and draconic. Sure. Okay. So yeah, you you hear you you hear them jabbering away in a language that you assume to be goblin. Uh, you don't understand it either 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 way. Uh, but you watch as this group of ten individuals sort of gets past. Um, they kind of approach uh, the outside of the building. They they're not paying attention to their surroundings at all. You get the sense they haven't seen you, uh, not even passing completely for a second. And yeah, as they get closer, they are they are quite clearly dragging um, uh, three corpses of. Um, of some some kind of kind of dog or or, or wolf wolf behind them, um, and just as they get outside, uh, uh, kind of outside the main building that that you that you're camped out in, um, one of them um, gets particularly boisterous with one of the, with one of the other ones. Perhaps they said something that, that pissed it off or something, um, but it but one of these goblins smacks another goblin in in the face and these two goblins just fall on each other and start scrapping punch 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 um, making quite a lot of noise as they do so and then you hear a thud on the roof of the uh, of the bill not the roof because because that's kind of in in the ceiling of the cavern but on a building ne- nearby you hear a thud of something heavy landing on the stonework and these goblins and they and you see they they, they look up um, in the direction of where this noise has come from and you can see just abject terror cross the faces of these creatures. The, uh, the goblins who are carrying the slain dogs, they drop them. There was a, there's a soft thud of flesh on, on, on the ground, and you watch as these goblins scatter to the four winds, running in all, dif- running in all directions. And as they start to run, you hear heavy sounds of something bounding on the rooftops. Getting quieter as it moves away into the darkness. Hmm. Beyond that, your watch is uneventful. Okay. You all have once again a good night's rest. Della, you wake up in the morning, you feel refreshed, you feel very much over whatever you had been suffering previously. <sighs> so what do you all wish to do? Explain to everybody what I saw. Ooh. Really need to go. Hopefully, yeah. it will have gone and chased after the goblins and not come back. Yeah, that's. We should leave this Hopefully. place. Any any idea what it might have been? You didn't I, see it this time. I didn't you just see heard it. it. Yeah, I didn't see it. It it just leapt from rooftop to building to building. I could hear it. 
leaping from the roof, so it's jumping. Yes. Is there is there a knowledge roll? Putting that with what Alwyn saw, is there a knowledge roll to try and determine what it is? Sure. I will let you make another religion check. However, this is going to be quite... Actually, actually, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to roll this one in secret for you, Alwyn. Okay, yeah. Uh, I get plus 13 on my religion. Sure, okay. There's something playing in the back of your mind, Alwyn. And especially having kind of seen this shadow, this, seen this creature sort of in, in shadow, you've seen... Uh, the large bat-like ears, you've seen the piercing, sickeningly yellow, y- yellow eyes leering out at you from 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 the dark darkness. Alwyn, you suspect this might be a creature known as a Barguest. And what would I know about a Barguest? I know what Stu knows, but... Hmm. So, a Barguest... If indeed that's what this creature is, it's a kind of demon. They're classed as it's it's classed as a as a fiend. You know that uh, they are loosely associated with with goblin culture. Some some goblin tribes revere them as gods or as deities. Um, they 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 are far from. Uh, far from from being being gods, but they are dangerous creatures. Um, they are ravenous. Um, they feed and they grow fat on the on on the flesh of mortals. And once they have eaten enough, they mutate and they become larger. They become stronger. They become more cruel, more ruthless. And with that realization, Alwyn, you get the sense that this creature has been st- and still is stalking your your group. Need to go. We really need. To- yeah, I might yeah. be wrong, yeah. but if this thing is a bar guest, then that's a that's a demon that eats people. I don't want to be eaten. We, no. No, I was just thinking the same. We really need... Right, so when we're... I think this is going to be vitally important. We need to move as a party. We need to have a specific marching order that we stick to. And somebody needs to be keeping a lookout on the rear. I'm... Who do we think should take the rear? I think because you and I, Amos, we're the people who can take the biggest hits. I think you and I should be front and rear. Do you want to take front or do you want to take rear? I'll take the rear. Okay. I'll I'll oh. be up front. I'll back you up at the front. Okay. We need to keep our friends who are not doing very well in in a huddle in the middle um christian and marriage you want to go either side of them so we're 
we're creating a bubble around them. I oh, we can we can we can do that. Um, what I will say is, uh, if if all that's if that really is what you've just said, Al, Alwyn, um, if we come if if we come to having to run, I don't know how fast we can make these people move. Uh, if we do, if we if we run, they all die. I, I think it's really no less complicated, no more complicated than that. All right, Otto, well, will you stay in the middle with them and help protect them. Yes, of course. Indeed. So you pack up your sort of makeshift campsite as your, uh, um, as yeah, you, you pack up your makeshift campsite as you, as you've been holed up in this ch- this place for, for for a couple of days. Um, you step out into into the street, uh, and yeah, as a group, you have the same choice as Otto had previously. Do you wish to take uh, the um, the left, the central, or the right right position? Hmm. We took the central before. Which one? So, if we guesstimate that we're to, was it the northeast area? You're 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 more be. more or less to. I mean, certainly the um, the windmill, the bone grinder, was almost directly to to, to the north. It, it was out, it was oh, outside north. the northern wall. Yeah. So and, uh, yeah, I, I I was mistaken earlier when I said um, you were at the point of the heptagon. The heptagon is the other way around. So uh, the cliff edge is is kind of where the point would be. Right. Hmm. I don't know. I think we go right. Let's go right. Let's go right. Yeah. So you think? Can't be wrong. You think certainly if if the geography down here matches that of a, that of above ground, um, taking the right hand path will take you in perhaps an easterly, di- sorry, a westerly direction. Yeah. But yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. Do we want to go right? Yes, you do. Does it matter to, as long as we can find a way up? That's the way we really need to go. Up. Yes. But you walked for quite a long in... way in the middle one without finding an up. Yes. Do you think we could break into the. Um... Is it a big castle? Into what? It's, it, it, into the Palace of Whitethroat? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. From here. You... You, when when you arrived at White Throne, you saw that the castle um, wasn't really connected to to mm. to to the rest of the city at all. Um, it, it, it was it, it was this island almost floating above above the bay, uh, yeah. connected to the city by um, what looked like an, a, a bridge made, made sculpted entirely from ice. Done. Okay. We had just anywhere up with these problems. Have Have you considered? I'm just floating this as an idea. That going back through the bone grinder might be the way out. How would we get the door open when the puzzle's on the other side? You you close the door from from this side. Mm. That was a thing you did. But isn't that does the door open from this side? I mean, is the puzzle on the other side to keep people in? Does it open easily from outside? 
remember seeing a handle or anything like that. It seemed to just sort of slide shut and that was it. And, and we're all in better shape than when we left the bone grinder, so if it came to a fight, we would... I, I don't think we're going to get in. It, that was a big, thick stone door. Yeah, I think our way out. It wasn't. It wasn't a stone door oh. with the puzzle. It was the. It, it was the. It was the kind of um, icy energy field. Oh, that's right. I mean, well, you could it try. Was, it was a thought. I mean, we can go and investigate it, but with a devouring demon on our. Yeah. Mm. I think we're wasting time. Let's go. Uh, would I be right in thinking that west is the opposite direction to the bone grinder? Uh, no, oh, so... Um, saying, sorry, turning right. T- t- turning right uh, would take you, you think, in a, in a westerly direction, perhaps around the perimeter of a city. Uh, if you were to take the central route, that takes you, you think, roughly south, which would take you away from the bone grinder. Well, that seems to be the best way to go, but perhaps too dangerous. Maybe we were just unlucky before mm. when we ran into those. But um, well, we could take on but an here's, army. Here's the thing: with our friends in the middle here, we're not going to do this stealthily. We're not going to do this quietly. Mm. We're not going to be able to hide. If we do it, we just go in and we do it and we face whatever comes out. Amos, you'll get to punch things. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Right, come on, let's go. Middle lane there. Forward march. Tracing your steps from the previous day, all right. So, as you you make your way out of where you're you're camped... um, you you continue sort of, sort of basically following Otto's footsteps that he'd taken the previous day. Um, your first hour of travel, sort of winding and weaving back through this dark, eerie underground city, um, is uh, you f- you find yourselves flinching at shadows, um, sort of jumping at the slightest creak of wood uh, from a bit of a piece piece of a, build, a building settling that. That, that kind of thing. You half expect mm. at any second uh, more of these skeletons to, skeletons to, to, to leap out and accost you, but, but none do. You pass the place where, where Clovis fell. You can see that his body is still there. So, and um, certainly this wasn't mentioned to Alwyn and, um, and Della, but you see these, uh, these three suits of uh, sort of rusted and pitted um, plate mail armor. Um, Kind of scattered around, around, around Clovis. There is nothing inside them, uh, but they, they and they and they all seem to have this strange insignia uh, that you that you don't recognise. Looks like it was one. It, it was once perhaps a coat of arms or something, but it's been quite badly damaged. It's it's almost impossible to tell what it is. But from what you can make out, it's nothing you recognise. Can we take Clovis's body? Yeah, I think you probably could. Um, mm. So, if, if someone's willing to carry him, they can. Um, He's only will little. One of our catatonic friends be able no. to carry him, perhaps. No, they, they are incapable of that. It will need to be probably um, Maori or Christian, uh, if none of you are willing. I mean, I will not carry him if it comes to it. Not He's probably a little bit lighter now. 
to drink. With that comment, you've just mm. volunteered to carry it. <laughs> uh, Amos wasn't making that comment, that was me making that, that comment. Was Darren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we summoned Darren into this. <laughs> That's it. Oh, oh, Christian can do it. Christian will do it. Yeah, you Don't ask Christian. expect yeah. much difference between me and Amos. <laughs> yeah, you ask Christian to do it, he'll he'll pick up pick up the body. Sort of slings him over his shoulder. Be careful with that. Yeah, don't hurt I just, him. Yeah, I just I just feel like he's like not really attached to himself anymore, so sort of a quick a a fling would just yeah. <laughs> so Della, do halflings have any sort of special Oh yeah, so there's a dance that you need to learn. Is it a three foot hole instead of a six mm-hmm. foot hole? <laughs> You're not putting him in vertically. Yeah. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> Fucking leave him here then. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, 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 I don't know. Maybe that maybe that is the half length funeral, right? You bet. Yeah, you you bury them standing up. Head that no, head down, feet up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, uh, yeah, you you sort of gather Clovis. You take a second to pay your respects, and um, Christian gathers his body for you. Um, and you you continue on your journey. And as as you're creeping your way through these streets, you all have the sense that you are being watched. You can feel the hairs on the back of your neck tick tick tingling. The shadows seem to flow behind you like a silent crowd following your, your, following your, your every footsteps. Whenever you turn around, turn around to look, there is nothing there. Until a short while later, as you're coming up to what looks to be a solid wall of the cavern ahead of you, you can see that there are buildings up at up against it almost like almost like a curtain of stone has been has been kind of dropped down separating this part of the city from from whatever from whatever lies beyond you hear a growl and you all glance around and you see looming on one of the buildings above you this large bat-eared, yellow-eyed creature. And as you look at it, all of you blink and it vanishes. And then there is a thud behind you as something heavy slams into the stone and you all turn to face it and you see, towering over all of you, this monstrous-looking creature with uh, sort of claws curling out of its hands. Uh, sl- its jaw splits open much wider than perhaps it would, and inside you see nothing but ne- needle-sharp teeth. And it looks at all of you, and you see a tongue flick out and whip around its face. And that's where we're going to end for tonight, folks. Ah! Yeah.
Tales from the Twenty Side is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Nazar Ryback from hooksounds.com. Editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting talesfromthe20side.com. bargain with a bar guest I mean you could try <laughs> I mean you can try I'm not going to be there for it do they have testicles that can be used as punching bags <laughs> <laughs> just got better again yes wow oh gosh I don't know I don't Normally we like to do a bit after the um, credits, but I don't know what else to add to that. <laughs> Other than oh, <laughs> we're all gonna die. If this if this podcast had subtitles, it, it titles it, it would just be terrified screaming <laughs> <laughs> in square brackets. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh dear. Oh my goodness. Mm. Blimey. Well, there we go, folks. Been an eventful well. few episodes. Yeah, it really has, isn't it? I wonder if we'll survive. Paul Clovis. Mm.